Welcome to the latest edition of the Fourth Place Podcast. That's right. Welcome. Marcus the Motivator here again, guys. The best thing to entertain you while you're taking a shit. Yes. So welcome again to our partners, aka the listeners. Who yes. Have no financial or any real partnership with the show. Yep. Except for the fact that we call you that. Yes, you yes. are you are our partners. All right. So today we have some very interesting news. So to begin with, a teenager in China has had a set of 29 magnetic balls removed from his bladder three months after shoving them up his penis. This is this is an interesting turn of turn of events in China. Yeah, it's amazing that anyone's copied your childhood. Yeah. <laughs> My childhood was very, very interesting. Really? Uh, well, not as interesting as that, <laughs> unfortunately. Not as interesting as that. Give so, us an example. Well, in fact, I do have a story on this actually to okay. tell one day. What do you mean one day? Tell us now. No, I'm t- I'll tell right now what what was going on. Yeah. So I, I got uh, a friend of mine was, um, he's a nurse. And um, one day, this is going back a fair while. He, um, he was doing, he was doing a patient came in at the hospital yeah. and they were like, the patient was going, Oh, I got really, really itchy balls, really itchy balls <laughs> for some reason. Yeah. And the patient, and they couldn't work out why he had itchy balls. Cause he could take a lick cause he could go to the toilet and it was, it's actually also hurting him to go to the toilet, like take a leak and go to the toilet and urinate and then they did the whole bunch of tests and examinations on him they're like what was going on they found something that was like lining lining his scrotum his balls it had turns out to he was trying to get off by like getting grass and putting it up putting it putting it out his penis (laughs) but that was what he thought masturbating was well he was getting off he was getting off by like putting like blades of grass up his penis. Oh, don't, don't some blades of grass have like the little spiky bits on the side? <laughs> could be, yeah. So yeah. Oh Jesus. So that's apparently how he was getting off, and they were getting like all lined in his scrotum or what? Who knows what? I was just like, you were hard to end of that story, I guess. I was just, I was just like <laughs> turned on. I was just like, Ejaculated. how do people get turned on? So. Back to this Chinese guy. Yeah. Was he getting turned on by putting all- what No, was he was only metal, 13. 13 metal balls. No, 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 no. He oh, was 13 years so 13 old. Year he put old 29 kid. up there. They're well, magnetic balls. Why would you put 29 man, magnetic balls? Was it up his butt or up his- His pee hole. Up his pee hole. He ins- oh. So he inserted them out of curiosity- and by the time he felt discomfort and tried to pull them out again, the magnets had separated and some remained inside his <laughs> region. Oh God! Can you imagine? Can you imagine what? Can you imagine what his penis could have got stuck and could have got magnetic? Well, to? what's even crazier is it took three months for this to ha- for him to do anything about it because he was so embarrassed. He was doing to- it. He- no, they were stuck up there for three months. Wow, that's wild. Because he was in Paris to tell his parents. That is wild. That is actually wild. I, I'm trying to work out why you would do something like that. Like, as a motivator, one of the things. Which you're not. 
Yes, I am. <laughs> Even though he doesn't think, likes to think. One of the things I like to work out is I try and understand why people do things. Now. Boredom? Yeah, boredom could be one of them. Um, but this one I can't okay, work well, out why he would I mean, all you need to do is do remember this. your own childhood. Why did you do it when you did it? <sighs> why? Why do you put things up? Yeah, I suppose it's boredom and you're just curious as to what's going to happen. So you just did it out of boredom. Yeah, pretty much. Well, it sounds like he he put the metal No, no, things. that's why he did it, but why did you do it? I didn't. Oh, sure. No, I didn't. Sure, sure, sure. Um, when I was 13, I was doing something completely different. Such as? So I was playing with other things instead, not, Such as? not putting metal things up. Not putting okay, well, things up my penis. Okay, well, you up your penis instead? I was playing ball. I was playing with my balls instead. You were trying to put your own balls up your. No, I said I was playing with something else. I wasn't trying to put things up my own penis. Sure, that's very valid. Excuse. Have you ever tried doing that? Every week. Every week. Yeah, yeah. Mine just stick together. So you just pull them out. Yeah. So yeah, so you're I'm right. just better at it. So you're able to get it back out again. Yeah, yeah. I'm, if I. If only I had some magnetic balls here, I would just pull them out and <laughs> hand them to you. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll tell you what, for everyone out there, I'll leave the room and you can start putting magnetic balls up your penis. No, if you stay want. in the room. No, if I'm going to do that, if we're going to get the party started. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be interesting. All right. What other crazy things have happened? Okay. So this led to another story also out of China. Yep. Where a man woke up from a drunken night out to find his penis had been chopped off. <laughs> <laughs> well, a lot of people have woken up from drunk, woken up, woken so, up the day before from a drunken night out. Well, with their penis chopped off. Not with their penis <laughs> chopped off, but having had other things. So, like what? Was there a reason why his penis was chopped off? <laughs> well, it says he went out with friends um, for some food and drinks, as yep. you do. Um, he ended up passing out drunk after knocking back half a liter of strong rice wine. Yep. He was awoken by a sharp pain at around 5 a.m. and saw that he was covered in blood. Ooh. He looked down and saw that his penis was almost entirely cut off, hanging by a couple of centimeters of skin. <laughs> he called out for his brother and went straight to the hospital. Yeah. Um, several hospitals were unable to help him as they were not equipped for such an operation. They were <laughs> able to help him. <laughs> Can you imagine going to the hospital needing medical attention and they as go, if you we wouldn't can't go straight help in you. and be like, my how my penis is chopped off. Yeah. <laughs> imagine imagine the drive there. Like I'd be speeding on my way there if that was me, right? Uh, yeah. So imagine getting pulled over by the cops and then oh, I wouldn't, pull, <laughs> I wouldn't be I wouldn't be pulling over. They, 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 the, the sirens go and they're like pull oh, over. I wouldn't be, no, I wouldn't be getting pulled over. I think the advantage of pulling over, getting pulled over, is that they would speed it up for you. How would that speed it up when you're probably stopping for a minute? Because once you get into the cop car and, yeah, you stop for a minute, you get in the cop car, they put the sirens on and then you go. I'd still keep driving. I, I don't feel stop. like you're not going to outdo a cop car after Who cares on. if the cops are coming with the sirens? Keep driving you faster. You get into the car with the cops with the sirens, you idiot. Well, I understand that point, but I'd still keep driving because the Well, that's because you're an idiot. Because the pain and the adrenaline would be too much to want to stop. I really don't feel like you could concentrate properly with your- You probably couldn't. Let's be honest with, with almost a <laughs> severed penis. Uh, he eventually got into a hospital and um, microsurgeons treated him. They were able to attach it and painstakingly repair his reefer blood vessels and spongy Jeez. tissues. 
He spent a week in hospital under close observation. That's some solid work by the hospital staff. And to this fix is that this up. is a little bit of a twist in it. The operation was actually made more difficult by the fact that it wasn't fully unattached mm. and it would have been easier if that actually fully unattached. So it would have been easier if it had been like fully chopped off. <laughs> yep. So there's a lesson to everyone out there. If your penis is nearly completely chopped off, chop it off chop completely. Chop the rest of it off because <laughs> yeah. it's, it's easier to attach. And then you can walk into hospital with your penis in your hand and then they, <laughs> and then they, can, they can take it, put it in a medicine so what you do is when attach you, it back on. When, when you go in there and you go into the emergency like reception or whatever, and they ask you what's wrong, you just slap your penis on the table. On the desk, the desk and be like, that is what's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> now, I want to go back to the start of that story. Yeah. What things that can happen on a drunken night out. Well, um, yeah, it's probably best to not start at the craziest of having a dick dropped off. Yeah, that's that's a bit extreme. Do we have do we have any good stories of people who we've known who have had drunken nights out and don't we know of anyone that's um had their penis chopped off. Not penis off, so. chopped off, but we had a we had an Irish friend when we were overseas once. Yeah. Who um who didn't he? I think he didn't come home. That we didn't see him home the next day. Yeah, well, that's kind of mediocre. He just met a prostitute and had sex with her. So that's that story. That's nothing compared You're to right, a certain other is- friend who um who well. He left his hotel room yeah. with his stuff still in there. Didn't check out. Oh, yeah. And he was meant to check out the next day. Yeah. And at some oh, point the next night he came back covered in dirt with the police yeah. and had to get the money out of his bag to pay them. Yeah. And prior to that, he had, um, well, the last thing he remembered was a la- being around a lady boy that he didn't want to know who kept following him. Yeah. And he woke up in a police station covered in dirt and didn't remember what happened. He lost his phone and his um, wallet. Yeah, yeah, that was – oh, that's right. We remember that. I forgot about that one. That's right. It's amazing what can happen when you're in, when you're in certain parts of the world. Yeah. Crazy things can happen, which is quite wonderful. So, um, Okay, next story. Yeah. Someone got their um, feces tested to see if it's super poo. What's the definition of super poo? So there is such a thing as fecal microbiota transplant or FMT where one person's healthy poo is put into another person's less healthy body to improve gut health, which was first undertaken in China in 300 AD. Yep. And more recently, FMT has been given its fancy name approved for medical use by some Western countries. Yep. So is this actually a thing? This is actually a thing. So does it medically work? Yeah, essentially, basically, when you have like antibiotics and different things, they can um, break your stomach down and whatnot. Yeah. And by having someone who's never had that and has high-end internal whatever, if you eat their poo or somehow ingest their poo, um, having it with a nice home-cooked meal, I guess. So I should pull my pants down. And take a shit and you're going to ingest it so you get super poo. Does oh, that sound about be, right? No, 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 no. You'd have to have super poo first yeah, to be I able to make that work. Yeah, well, where's the proof? I have super okay, poo. Okay, prove it. Prove it. No, no, no. Where's the medical testing? Medical testing. I don't need medical testing to know I, know I have super poo. <laughs> Imagine like the black market super poo people. Super poo. <laughs> I'm sure there's people out there who... um. Who have a little certain fetish and 
Describe it. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy shitting in people's mouths. So that's why I volunteer myself as a super pooer. Yeah. Um, I guess what would be the best sauce to have with poo then? You wanted to get a nice, tasty meal. I don't know. Broccoli? Are How you, is broccoli your oh, sauce? Sorry, you, sorry, fucking sorry, moron. sorry you, to, ta- to have one. Oh, I've got the answer for no, that. No. The best sauce, I said. What are you talking about? What to eat? Or what's the best? Yeah, the oh, best sauce to eat with your poo. You got, it, if you had to eat a meal of poo, say for some reason. Have it with pork sig. For fuck's sake. I said sauce. How many times have <laughs> I explained sauce? Do you know what yeah, sauce is? Yeah. Have you heard of tomato sauce? Yeah. Oh, so Ketchup? You, oh, you want to have it with, oh, Barbecue you have sauce? It with a condiment? Okay. Fuck! Do you think sauces? Anyway, don't matter. I thought you were meaning what would what would the source of? No, oh, don't matter. I understand. So what what best? Uh, could we have some like uh, dressing or paisley with it to make it more? I don't feel like paisley is going to come. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you need something strong and nice. Some chili, peppercorn, pepper, peppercorn, <laughs> some pe- peppercorn. What shit. about some peppercorn sauce <laughs> with that? Yeah. So then it kind of some mixes brown, in and you wouldn't brown see, sauce, you brown wouldn't know which is which, yeah. <laughs> have some have some gravy. Yeah. Gravy poo. Gravy poo. Yeah, that How do you get your super poo with gravy? Um, yeah. All right, well the next story we have, which is um so this is something you're probably gonna want for your fashion sense. Um they've now got shoe condoms. Which shoe is condoms. exactly what you would expect it to be. Condoms, but for your feet. Condoms for your feet. Yeah, they protect your shoes from mud, mess, and rain. No-brainer for expensive trainers, waterproof, dirt-proof, machine washable, and dishwasher safe. They even include a resealable pouch to keep them handy. Mm. So there's no point actually having shoes then? No, you have your shoes, and then to keep them clean, you put the condom over it. (sighs) Seems like... (laughs) What? I understand the philosophy, but I don't see the point. What do you Shoes mean? are meant to get like dirty and filthy. No, and they're cause, not. Because they're you, meant you to buy, protect your feet. You buy like a $5,000 pair of shoes, you want to keep them nice and clean. So when you go out, you're going to put a shoe condom on. Then you're not showing them off. You are showing them off because they're a condom. You can see God, through it. Jeez. You understand yeah, how these I get things work? that at least. Yeah. Oh, you, I'm just going to wear my shoes imagine, normally. Can you imagine what, rocking up to like a high-end nightclub with like really expensive shoes on, but you have them covered in shoe condoms. Shoe condoms. <laughs> like one of the like that. most fancy places in the world and you got shoe condoms on. Yeah. That, that, I feel like they eat it up. Like that sounds fashion to me. Mm. I, it, why stop there does. though? Why don't get hat condoms? Hat condoms. That that hat you got on that, that yeah. could do with a nice condom over it to protect it. Well, I do have a case that I put it in to protect it, but when I'm out wearing it, I like it to be exposed and on show for everybody. Yeah, but then you can catch diseases. I think it's time you prevent your head from herpes and put some <laughs> condoms. On. Head head <laughs> hat hat condoms. Hat condoms. Okay. Yeah. The shoe condoms only cost seven pound ninety nine per condom. Yeah, I was so. going to say I didn't think they'd be that expensive. I mean, kind of is. So, all right, some guy at the footy of uh, Crows versus West Coast got a meat pie that had no meat in it. 
That's not a meat pie. Well, he bought a meat pie and they forgot to put the meat in it. I feel like we can join stories here going back to the super poo. And what if you had a nice poo pie? A poo pie. <laughs> yeah. It sounded like he had a poo pie, to be honest. Let's be honest. Because Possibly. if you think about it, if if a pie, right, if it doesn't have meat in it, which is usually some sort of brownish, darker color. Yeah, but there was pictures and there's no like dark inside thing. Of so it. It's, so it was like completely empty. So there was just nothing inside. It was inside just pastry. It. it was just pastry. It's just crap. I guess. It's just utter shit. That's literally utter shit. Yeah. Quite literally. Like there's just, how can you not, like, how can you not put meat in a meat pie? How do you forget? I I feel like how the fuck do you even do it? Like it's such a it's a how do basic you, thing. How do you keep the thing with the air and stuff and it have the space? Because it wasn't flat. Just, yeah, wouldn't it just be flat pastry? Yeah. But that just uh. doesn't make any sense. Well, anyway, speaking of the shit theme, there's a Netflix documentary called De- Jailbirds, yeah. which is on people in jail. Yeah, and some jail somewhere in fucking America. Yeah. Anyway, they, um, within the jail, they, they have this system where they can talk via flushing the toilet. Yeah. And like, they're, cause there are men and women on different floors. They can somehow, they, someone figured out that if you flush the toilet and you clean out all the water and then you put all the water into the sink and then someone else on another floor does that, you can then talk through the toilets. And they literally <laughs> talk through their toilets to the love of their life. And they also have a way where they can send notes down through there as well. Okay. Which they're sending notes through tying up bits of um, shirts yeah. and um, plastic spoons together, which they then at the end attach a, um, a note inside a plastic bag, which they send down. <laughs> Meaning that they have to scoop it through the sewage system, which means it could have shit and whatever covered in cool. their love All letters. <laughs> yeah. And they even have, um, they were talking about getting pimples and other infections on their face as oh a result. Oh, God. Because <laughs> to talk through it, they have to like put cups and shit onto the toilet bowl. Fuck to, me, so you could have anything in your ear, yeah. basically. I mean, like. But I, I, I just feel like it's, it shows the power of true love. True love is willing to put random shit in your ear, literally, to talk to your lover. I mean, if you love someone that much, then you you might want to put shit in your ear. I feel like you're going a little bit yeah. crazy. But wow, that's a lot of lot to do for send a nice letter. Yeah, to just to send a letter. I cannot believe people actually. Wow. And this is Jailbirds yeah. in, in America. Sorry, Jailbirds is a um, documentary in America uh, on Netflix about jails in America. And they're like full on fighting over nothing as well. Yeah, I've, heard, I've, I've heard of like crazy things happening in, happening in jails in America. Yeah. But that seems like, that seems pretty extreme. Kind of. I'm just enjoying you hiccuping. I know, I'm hiccuping <laughs> at the moment while we're, imagine, while we're recording this. Imagine you, you and your lover had cleared out a toilet and you're talking and then all of a sudden you start getting the hiccups and you can't talk you to can't, your... T- yeah. 
That would be that would be something interesting. <laughs> no pressure. No, no pressure whatsoever. You getting shit here and whatever E. coli, just so you can you hear. Fu- so you can hear someone hiccup in your H- <laughs> HIV. Who knows what else you're gonna get? Basically, so oh, solid hiccups going on here. So what what else do we have that we're well, gonna discuss? Well, I thought of what would be the most obscure shit you could think of betting on. We both like betting. We're so we both we both like a good punt. No, we're very innocent and wouldn't do that. No, let's be honest. <laughs> we do like a punt on random shit. On ra- <laughs> we punt on all kinds of random. What's the most random, random thing crap. you've bet on? Most random thing. Um. <sighs> I've bet on a hot dog eating competition before. Yeah, but that's not even... Didn't you bet on the line? Yeah. Yeah, the line of hot dogs, I not bet just the, the winner. Yeah. So... So... <laughs> I can't stop watching you struggle. So every, I'm, so, I'm, I'm sure a number of people know that 4th of July... Fourth of, fourth I'm sure of, most people don't, so you just explain what the fuck it is. So 4th of July in America is the Independence Day. Yeah. And... <laughs> and uh, I think it's Coney Island in New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have a hot dog eating competition. The Nathan's hot dog. Nathan, what it, whatever, I'm whoever sure it's Nathan's, Nathan's hot. I think it's yeah, it's sponsored by whoever. And Nathan's are amazing hot dogs, by the way. Yeah, and um, and they have a hot dog eating competition. And this <laughs> one guy. Imagine you got the hiccups during your hot dog. Yeah, that'd be interesting. <laughs> Imagine, <laughs> or like. The worst moments to have hiccups. We'll come back to hot dogs and that. But I feel like what is the worst time you could possibly have a hiccup? When you're having sex. Yeah. That's pretty fu- That's pretty awkward. Nah, it's not as awkward as other times. Like imagine wedding day, like you take this bride and you're nah, like. No, I don't <laughs> even think the wedding. I don't even think the wedding day is. I think it'd be hilarious. If you, if Can it's you like- imagine if you're in the middle of like doing and you're about to and you go and you go. Yeah, whole, I just feel like that's kind of like, like not really as. Yeah. Anyway, enough. I feel like there's much crazier times. Like anyway, enough yeah. about the hiccups. Back to no, the- no, no, no. We, we're staying on hiccups. There's got to be more awkward times because I feel like if you had to say, "Do you take this, Brian?" You're like, <gasps> "Yep, yeah, I do." That'd be funny. Yeah, that's just funny, actually, more than anything else. Random speeches. I wonder if it would. Imagine if you're like in the Olympics and you're running like the hundred meter sprint. Where it's literally like hundreds of a second makes a difference. And you get the hiccups right as the final is about to go. And you're like there and you're like, <laughs> like even like the, their way that they like go on the thing. Oh like, yeah. Cause you'd flinch. Yeah. Yeah. You'd flinch. <laughs> you'd flinch. I, ru- I used to run back, back when I was in my teens, I used to run track and you had to be really still before like, but if you had hiccups, you'd flinch. You know where it would really fucking suck? If you're a sniper. You're a sniper and you're like... <gasps> and you, you, you shoot just, the wrong person. Yeah. Whoops. Someone goes in to assassinate the queen or some other random... You shoot the king instead. Yeah, you accidentally shoot them. Shoot. <laughs> oh. Yeah, something very different. So yeah, having the hiccups is not, is not a great what thing. What about like... um? I mean, synchronized dancing, of course. Um, but like, what about those swimming ones where they're like, oh, that'd be you're jumping off the thing. You're like, <laughs> and then you like, and then your belly flopping. Yeah, you would make a mess probably. Yeah. To be honest. So I feel like there's got to be even crazier. There probably are. We just can't think of any, anything. So I feel like it'd be awkward if you're doing drugs. 
You're like, <laughs> even as a doctor, like you're injecting someone. And you're oh, like, yeah, that's just <laughs> that that's not safe whatsoever. Yeah, some kid that's like crying and they're afraid of um, needles, and then you're like, it's okay, don't oh, cry, yeah, baby. <laughs> You give them the, the injection in the stomach. That's not good whatsoever. You miss the arm and yeah, like get them in the- yeah, get somewhere completely. Yeah, that's not good. Get All to right. scar some kid for the rest of their life. All right, I I know the worst one. Oh what? <laughs> what? Circumcision. Oh. oh, that's bad. Cut off too much cock. Back to the severed penis. Back to the severed penis. We've gone back to the severed penis. All right. So we've had. So we've got back to the severed penis because you've you've had the hiccups. No, you've had the hiccups. No, sorry, I still have the hiccups. Yes. All right. So moving on. Okay, moving back. Moving back to the hot to, dog eating competition. Yeah, and crazy things you've bet on. And crazy things we'd bet on. So yeah, you bet the, on the line of hot dogs, which is yeah. that the person had to eat over a certain amount. Yeah, it was over under 72 and a half hot dogs. In, what is it? Two 10 min- minutes. 10 minutes, okay. So, and, he, and the best thing about that bet was he ate the 73rd hot dog as the siren, as, the, <laughs> as, as it went and I won. Wow. And I was like, and I was like, oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> Still to this day, it's one of the best bets I've ever, ever placed. The fact that it won <laughs> was even better. The fact that it won was even better. I'm trying to think what some other wicked bets. Oz kick. Who doesn't love betting oh, yes. during the football when the little kids are playing and yeah, you bet on random fantastic. teams? So here in Australia, at an Australian <laughs> At an Australian rules football match, I'm going to keep hiccuping through this. At an Australian rules football match, one of the things that that we that we like to have a bit of a punt on is at halftime, uh, the kids come out and play footy for, for about five or ten minutes, and we like to bet on who gets who, whoever which which team you usually it's like red or red and red blue. and blue red and blue yeah and so we like to bet on which team which team's going to score next or which team's going to score the next goal or something. <laughs> you know what would be epic is if you knew kids and you actually bribed them to play. Yeah, you, bribe, you bribe them to play well, yeah. or bribe them to play rubbish. Did you ever play? I played, yeah. I played. You did Oz kick? Yeah, I did Oz kick as a I kid. I did it, yes. I did. I did it. I remember I was way too big for the uniform. Yeah. And it was like barely on. But I kicked the first goal in the game off the ground in some fluky fucking thing. I got I got really lucky. I think I I think I think I did that Oz kick on like on the ground at halftime. I think I did it. I think I had three or four chance. I think I did it three or four times. Wow. So, so I got I got. Did you hiccup then? Uh, <laughs> yes, I did. I think yeah. So yeah, no um yeah so. What other crazy stuff? Okay, cockroach racing. Sorry? Cockroach racing. Cockroach racing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where was, and it was like some that? recorded thing. So we found, on I think it was on Australia Day, they had on TV something about cockroach racing. Yeah. And then so we found that and then one day we were watching it and then we loaded it up on YouTube, yeah. like the one from five years before and bet on the cockroach racing <laughs> blind. Um, one of my favorite ones ever was... A 20-year-old cricket match that happened to be on in some random bar. Yeah. My, your brother and I, we bet on random teams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just I'm trying to think what else. I I remember one day there was a 
there was a race met going on somewhere and they cancelled it because there were kangaroos jumping around. <laughs> and everyone was basically saying, just put numbers on the kangaroos so we can bet, bet on, on whether the- whether they go first past the post or not. Can you imagine, can you imagine just betting on kangaroo, kangaroos racing? We should have bet s- on the amount of hiccups you would have done in this. Uh, the over-under yeah. would be about probably 40, I'd say. You're going to love just trying to set a line for different... It's good fun setting line, setting lines for things. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think if I've had any interesting. Oh, the over-under on certain things is on the number of times something happens is always good. What I always find amazing is how accurate the real one, like in big sports they are. Like how the fuck do they know? To insane accuracy, given how random it is, like that a football game is going to be this amount of points. Yeah. That was a good one, actually. Yes. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Do you have any idea how they know? Well, obviously they have some formula to it. Cl- like- yeah, they clearly have a formula or do some research one way or the other to work out, to work out what happens. So I bet you they wouldn't, I bet you they wouldn't work out out of formula and how many, what the line is for how many times I hiccup in the next I feel like they, they would get it pretty accurate. You reckon they'd get it accurate? Yeah. No, I don't reckon they'd have a chance. All right. Well, I was meant to ask this before, but then forgot during that interview. But anyway, um, so I want to come out of the closet as a flat earth believer. You're a flat earth believer. Yeah. Guess why? What? Why are you a flat earth believer? Well, I studied the science and one thing finally convinced me as to why why I, like many others, believe in the flat earth. Yep. Why is that? It all comes down to one thing. What's that? Money. <laughs> you see, everyone in flat earth yep. seems to be selling a whole heap of random shit. And yep. there's absolutely every type of merchandise you could even you could ever think of. Yep. And I feel like that. Sure, you get some dumb, stupid people, but a large majority of them believe in it. Well, at least the senior or whatever believer people for for um for uh, money, so they can put, sell ridiculous merchandise. So basically, they have this just so they can make a shit ton of cash. I think if they were honest, I mean, you look at the amount of random shit that they sell, like t-shirts. Clothing of all kinds, condoms, yep. strap-ons. There's a flat earth. I don't think there's a flat earth strap-on, but that's mine. <laughs> Can you imagine if there was? It'd actually it'd have, have to be it, flat. It'd have yeah. to be flat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It'd have to be flat. This is my flat earth strap-on. And... <laughs> hey, girl, you want to see the flat earth? The flat earth. That's a good opening line, actually. That's a good opening Really, you line. should try it then. <laughs> Imagine we going get someone. To, we should get someone to try that line, actually. <laughs> hey, do you want to see my flat earth? That's a good one. It's a good line I'm hoping with. Sure. <laughs> I would love to see the reaction of you, someone. You, who, know, you, who knows what kind of reaction you'd get. You could get anything. The reactions <laughs> would be... You'd be like, from what the fuck to fuck yes, show me your flat earth, baby. <laughs> you could go up to someone and say that, um, look, I used to believe in the flat earth, but you're so round you convinced me. 
<laughs> oh, that's so good. <laughs> right. Flat Earth. Oh. What else have we got now that you're a flat Earth believer? Um, well, we can go with continuance conspiracy theories or yep. accurate representations of the world that I believe in for money. Las Vegas. What a place. Yeah, but what the fuck happened with that shooting that seems to just have ignored and it's like, the, oh, it happened. And now let's just pretend that nothing's happened. Well, you know why? You know why it's pretended that nothing happens? Because of the casinos. Is because. And they're going to get sued, but they. Is because. In tourism as well, obviously. Is because shit like that just unfortunately happens far too often. Yeah, but still, there's got to be a reason why some random dude does that. You, Mark, uh, I, as a motivator, I always try and find the motivation behind things. Why the hell someone, someone, why the hell someone would want to get a a semi-automatic gun and shoot it out of a hotel room. Not one. They had a whole stockpile. Well, whatever. A stockpile of them and just shoot it randomly out of a hotel is beyond me. Yeah, but surely they had some reason. I mean, like, at the end of the day, you're not just going to randomly do that. Either there's got to be some explanation to it, and they clearly they would have to know. There's, yeah, I just... And clearly, I can't think of why you would want to do that, but anyway. Well, there are clearly reasons why. Well, people yeah, do clearly it. there is, and there are reasons that neither of us can think of. Well, no, we can think of them. We can't understand them, but we can think of them, and it's We're surely even they can wrong. Think of. What even the reasons we might think could be completely but wrong. Clearly, they would know. Like clearly, people know what the fuck happened, and usually with something like that, people know, or it comes out that this is what happened. So why the fuck? Has it not come out that this guy did it because... Because they probably don't want something like that happening again. But how's that going to make it happen again? Well, some uh, if someone's that nut, that if some, someone's in that mindset in the first place, you don't want to give others who may be in that mindset a reason to do, to do, to do, to act in that kind of way. That's not giving them a reason. It's almost giving, if you're giving the reason why they did it, then you can explain why that is a stupid reason. Yeah, but if some, but someone might find out why and think, oh, then I can go and do that for that reason, if it's, even if it's completely ridiculous. If they were going to do that, they would do it anyway. Probably, but the less reasons and the less, the less attention you give to something, the less likely things are to happen probably. I guess so, yeah. I guess they take the what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas way too serious. Well, you kind of have, I think you kind of have to in this situation, is it? The less attention. Not really. Well, un- unless you get, unless you get herpes and that shit will stay with you forever. Yeah. Speaking of which, so what has happened with you in Vegas? Well, I've been to Vegas. Yeah, no shit. That's why I'm asking you. What I, know. You've done. <laughs> I know. Multiple, multiple times actually. And all I can say is I had a fucking good time in Las Vegas. Yeah, well, all I did was <laughs> all I did for two and a half, three days was drink, gamble, and party. And that's all you should ever do in Las Vegas. Is well, drink, gamble, us, like, and party. A story or? One story. Yeah, okay. 
So, in fact, this is this was basically my entire Las Vegas trip because I didn't I didn't have hiccups. Hiccups. <laughs> so I had. What like, happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, well, except for hiccups. Tell, yeah, true. I don't want to tell the story because this. Yes, tell it. Ah. I basically all I did was, I I drank, gambled, and partied for two and a half, three days straight. That's all I did, pretty much. Like, and in Vegas, all that constitute is getting drunk, gambling at whatever table you walk up to, doing, and. Going to nightclubs and partying and drinking, like like it like like most other people would. So well, that it's just it's just a matter. Actually, of, sounds boring. Well, it can sound boring. It's just I had a fucking good time doing it, and it's just as they say, dreams do come. Dreams do really come true sometimes. That's all your dreams are. Well, for to some, go there, drink well, for party, people, and not have some story that's even interesting enough to tell, then that's pretty sad. Well, I like to keep some of my stories to myself. Well, that's boring. So, but all I can say is about Las Vegas. That's the best motto to have for a podcast is keep your stories to yourself. <laughs> all right, I'll tell. Okay, all right. I'll, so, the, the last day I spent in Vegas, I woke up at 10 and gambled for... I'm going to I woke I somehow woke up at 10 a.m. in the morning and walked straight down to the casino and started gambling. Yeah. And I did not stop gambling until I had dinner at 6 p.m. And then once I stopped gambling, once I had once I'd finished dinner, I went straight back to gambling again. So I gambled for probably about 12 hours minus an hour for dinner. And then at at which point somehow I was winning money. Don't ask me how, because that's not meant to happen when you're in Las Vegas. And then once I was done ga- gambling, I went partying at a nightclub, at which, for some reason, they love they love it when you when you when you're an Aussie in Las Vegas, they love you, and people just want to talk to you and get to know you. And so I was having I was partying I was partying with these girls, and we had a good time. To cut a long story short, I ended up back in the hotel room at about 3.30, 4 a.m. in the morning having more drinks and Hiccuping. having more <laughs> the occasional hiccup <laughs> and having a damn good time. And then I decided, all right, I've had enough fun with you girls. I'm going to piss off. And I went back to the casino and kept gambling until I had to get on a plane in which somehow I won more money. And probably one of the best parts was I was playing poker and usually when you play poker, you look at your cards, right? When you look to play. Yes. I didn't look at my cards. I didn't b- bother looking at my cards. Now, you could argue that's also one of the most stupidest gambling things I've ever done as well. I don't think well. you'd really have to argue that. You'd probably. <laughs> but guess what? I kept winning. It was hilarious. I couldn't lose. I couldn't actually lose. All I was doing was just gambling and betting and people were folding. And I'd get to the river and I'd throw my cards over. And eight times out of ten, I had the best hand. <laughs> Even if it was – there was – Did the other people know you weren't looking at the cards? Yes. <laughs> and they were getting more and more pissed off as it kept going. It was hilarious. <laughs> One other guy decided to join me, join in, join in with me and start punting without looking. Yeah. And so we had like entire hands that we didn't look at our cards. <laughs> 
We're basically just gambling on the flip of cards. It's a way to do it. But it really pisses off the rest of the table, which is kind <laughs> of funny. Especially when you're running really good and you've got like four when you've got like four nine off suit and there's two nines on the board and suddenly <laughs> suddenly you've got like a set on the river and you don't even know it. You you throw the first card and go, Oh, that's a set. Oh shit, that's a full house or something. Jeez. <laughs> so when so yeah, so that was so after I'd finished playing poker and winning about four hundred, done I just went straight to the airport and went straight to the next city. So when I tell people that story, they go, "Wow, things ca- things ca- thing it can actually happen sometimes." I'm like, "Yeah, you can have a really good night. You can have a fucking amazing I, I'm, I'm time." I'm also sometimes. gonna say, "Wow, I don't know why the fuck you wouldn't have just told that story because there was nothing even remotely within their worth." Not explaining. Well, true. I've told the story. You can cut out the rest of the other shit if you want prior to that. No, we're keeping it in there for reference of what a fucking moron you are that you didn't want to tell a story that isn't even well, then I realized, Well, then I realized it wasn't as bad as It wasn't as like well. you got drunk and fell in a fountain or some shit well, and got arrested. Or- see, that had act- yeah. <laughs> see, someone, see, the person who I was traveling to, Lo- traveling to Las Vegas with May or may not have done something like that. So, what they fell in a fountain? Yeah, they were pretty close. They were stumbling around and kind of got halfway into a fountain. And then <laughs> I kind of half saved them. So, oh wow, yeah. Well, you um, had to jump in and save. Well, I didn't jump into the fountain. I just kind of pulled. They kind of like got half halfway in, and I just grabbed them and pulled them pulled them out. So, well, they were wasted. They were pretty fucking drunk, to be honest. Crazy. And then they decided to pick up a random person off Las Vegas Boulevard and go sleep with them. <laughs> it just uh, seems like the done thing to do. Yeah. So. Well, one time when I was there, my friend and I were walking around yeah. and we walk into this, um, like uh, just a random bar in a casino, just like a casino bar. It wasn't like a themed one or yeah. a one where you had to wait to go. N- nothing fancy. And this like, 50 year old Australian guy comes up to us and goes in points. He's like, do either of you two know how to do a one armed push up?" And I look at my friend and he's like, yeah. And he's like, no way you couldn't do it. And he's like, no, I can. And he's like, no way you couldn't do it. And then he's like, okay, all right, fine. I'll do it. And then it gets to the point where the whole, the guy yells out to the whole bar and they're all, he's like, everybody, he says he can do a one arm push up. Yeah. And then my friend gets down and does the push up and the whole bar is cheering him yeah. on and going crazy. <laughs> it was the most random. That's shit. just, just, that's just ra- <laughs> completely random. Yeah, it is. Um, another time, my uh, my friend and I, so we went there to film this thing with um the show, um, blanking on the name, uh, fuck I can't think of the name. Anyway, a UK TV show um for the channel four I think or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, and we're supposed to go party in the um in Vegas. Yeah. Um, except they choose chose a random Tuesday in winter when it was just a random Tuesday, like yeah. not a, there was no one fucking there, no one around and they're filming and they're like, okay, talk to people. And <laughs> there's no one fucking coming past in any direction. And we're mic'd up and have to like talk to people and we're going out of our way trying to get people and whatnot. And 
there's just no one fucking around. And so is like looking quiet. And then my friend who's meant to be like pumping us up and whatever. And like, he's meant to look professional. Yeah. Looks like this fucking loser. So then he starts getting angry and he's like telling us off. And he um, came over and was like, you guys are supposed to fucking represent me and like party well and show that you're like good friends and whatever. And then he walks off and then I say to my other friend, oh, why is he being such a dick? And then I realize that, oh, fuck, the the, the other person is mic'd. <laughs> <laughs> Fortunately, the whole thing got cut and none of it made it to air. But, yeah. And we just had a random fucking crazy time. And because of that, like I'd flown in that day. So I didn't sleep the night before. And basically we were out still at like 2 a.m. Before that, earlier in the night, um, we were, um, th- this guy, my friend, he, um, he spilled a little bit of wine, but then cleaned it up. Yeah. And this other guy went and told on him like out of nowhere. So we fuck? were all like kind of pissed at this guy. So then he like later on is calling us and saying, Oh, where are you guys at? And we say, Oh yeah, we're out. And we say we're at the other end of the strip. Yeah. So he then like, 45 minutes later is calling us. He's like, oh, where are you? I'm here now. And we're like, oh, no, no, bro. We, we moved to another place. Yeah. And then, he's calling, then he goes to there and we're like, no, no, we're not there we're anymore. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, so we were there like really late. You know, like 3 or 4 a.m. The only people really walking around are like prostitutes either on their way to go somewhere yeah. or they're on their way back and they look like absolute trash. Shit, yeah. Um, and then my friend was um, proposing to randoms as we walked around. That's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then we were trying to start chants in casinos. So we'd just be going like, yes, yes, yes. And then trying to make like, if my friend would like try to propose, I would be like, guys, can you all just take a moment here and like get everyone around involved yeah. and be like, this is really serious. They've been dating forever. And yeah. meanwhile, there's someone that they've met 10 seconds ago (laughs) and then my friend's down on one knee proposing and they're like guys this is really big these guys are true lovebirds they've known each other for so long and then everyone's like oh that's so amazing and clapping and cheering and it's amazing what you can get people to believe in this day and age yeah my foot is still fucked from that because we did fire walking there oh yeah and not from fire walking because fire walking is a load of shit. Yeah. But essentially where we did the fire walking, they had like all these prickles on the ground. And so like the prickles would get stuck in your foot and you'd be like, ah, fuck. And you'd actually enjoy the fire walking because the coals didn't have that shit on prickles. Stupid. It was, yeah. Crazy times. I gotta love Las Vegas. Yeah. I do love Vegas. Another time we stayed in this place that had, um, it was a suite that my friend got from, um, gambling so much. And my friend had specifically requested the room. Yep. We got there and they gave him another room. And then he was like pissed off. Like, oh, this is not the room I want. I want the other room. They then switch us to this other suite. And they were like, you sure you want to do that? Later on, we're there. And like, um, he started talking to one of the um, people working there. And they're like, that room is haunted. And then my friend swears that he saw a ghost yeah. at night, but I don't believe it. I mean, we've all heard 
crazy thing. Like we've all heard like crazy stuff happens in Vegas. Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me with the shit that's happened in that town, the people have been through it, that half the joint is haunted. I don't know. I don't believe I mean, in things knows? being haunted. It could like anything could be possible with that place. I guess anything is possible, but so. at the same time, being haunted's a bit extreme. It is a bit extreme. That is. I true. also still have a um, coin that someone gave a chip that someone gave me that was there. Uh, there, they brought it because it's their lucky chip, yep. and the whole weekend they had it. They said that they lost whatever, and like the guy. I was sitting there in the the sports book, basically watching this guy just rage lose constantly on horse races because he'd be yeah. like, "Ah, yeah, fuck, fuck, fuck," and be like hitting the table and whatever. Yeah. And then at one point, he like slammed the chip into the thing, and he's like, "This is supposed to be fucking lucky, whatever." Blah blah blah. Yeah. And then when he walked off, he gave me the chip, and he's like, "This is no fucking good. You take it." <laughs> Haven't had any bad luck from it. So. Oh, that's good not cursed yeah that's good to hear yeah so that's what happens in las vegas finally this dickhead's hiccups have stopped yes i have <laughs> stopped the worst time now that we're gonna stop yes when he stops hiccuping that means the show ends so good night goodbye enjoy your fourth place hopefully you watch this while taking a very long shit and it helped you ease out the shit which is a super poo and now you're gonna turn someone else into something super healthy with your super poo. So catch it, eat it. I don't know if it works if you eat your own super poo. I'm sure Maybe it you does. can find out. I'm not encouraging you to because I feel like legally you probably should say that don't eat your own poo. So, yeah, I think that's good. So good night from the fourth, the place. fourth place.